0: Welcome. It's time to remap your mind. If you are ready for some mind remapping, deep food for thought, metaphysical, spiritual vitamins for your soul, you are most definitely in the right place. This podcast is all about empowering our community to go deeper, touching topics that most people may not think to think about with everyday real heroes who are trying to make a difference in our world. I am your host, Dr. Maisha Claiborne, master NLP and hypnosis practitioner and trainer, author, speaker, and coach, and founder of the Mind Remapping Nation. I am here to motivate, empower, and inspire you to be powerfully in the driver's seat of your mind and think outside the box so you can have the deepest experience of joy, success, freedom, and peace of mind in all areas of your life. Now let's get to the good stuff. But before we do, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can stay in the know every time we release another mind remapping meal for you. Okay, y'all, let's get meta. Okay, okay, okay. Good afternoon. We are talking about spiritual bypassing today. I am Dr. Maisha, founder of the Mind Remapping Academy. Now, spiritual bypassing is a way that people sometimes wield their um, spirituality as a way to protect themselves from difficult conversations, from from, uh, dealing with deeper issues, and from resolving uh, even deeper trauma. And so, When people are avoiding, when people are avoiding feelings of anger, when you see people who are just like always happy, always, all the time, um, when they use uh, spirituality as as a way of being superior, uh, to others, if they, when they, uh, when they avoid, um, talking about uh, anything that's negative, um. When they believe that all spiritual practice and meditative practices have to be a positive experience, you can hear where the toxic positivity is coming in, right? When there's this, this unrealistic idealism that's in place um when you're you people are overly optimistic or projecting even projecting their own negative feelings on others these are like some of the signs when people think they have to rise above their their negative emotions rise above their emotions or the negative thoughts and people say, Oh, just be positive about it. just you know, just pray it away. And and look, no shades, people who practice um religion, who practice spirituality, I I myself do, but we have to begin to recognize and understand the nature of This thing that is toxic positivity, that is spiritual bypassing. So this whole piece of spiritual bypass happens in multiple communities. It happens in church communities. It happens in, um, you know, non so Christian church communities, non Christian uh, spiritual communities. Even I've read about Buddhist teachers who've talked about spiritual bypassing happening. It happens in yoga communities. I can tell you that you know I've been a part of uh, yoga community for. Fifteen years, and you know it's not something that I see in everyone. But you do see it from time to time. You do see some people who weld that that sort of um, p- space of you know I am a spiritual person. I'm rising above. This is not me. Separating themselves from negativity when uh, you know the world's the world. Not see- only seeing that spiritual piece and not seeing what's present, the world around them, and not acknowledging it. In fact. When uh, the whole um, George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and Amart Aubrey, when that and the pandemic, when all of that was happening during 2020, uh, that's when I saw a lot of that coming up in some of my communities. And so the question is, you know, what is the fine line? Because do you want to, you know, have uh, this sort of positive outlook or, or um, empowered, I should say, because empowerment doesn't always equal positive. And I think that's where people get mixed up. So what's the line? What is the line that crosses into toxic positivity or and or spiritual bypassing? What is the line? Well, let's distinguish this whole piece of empowerment um, because empowerment gives you the access to being at the source of one's life, even if there are negative emotions. See, our emotions, we're, we're, we're human, right? And there, therefore we have emotions and our emotions are, are valid. Our emotions are signals that something doesn't feel right. And if we don't acknowledge those emotions in ourselves and in others, you hear me talk a lot about my kiddo, you know. Um, I, I talk a lot about you know organizations I could talk about relationships I could talk about this in any area of life so wherever you are whatever whatever um, you're applying this to whether it's business or relationship or parenting or organizationally if you're in, you're a leader a dei you're like well how does this apply map it on right have the ability to map what I'm what I'm saying on here so a lot of people think, You know, if you just be positive enough, if you just think positive enough, if you just focus on what you want, then, you know, all of the negative stuff will disappear. Well, that's not necessarily the case. Now, yes, you want to focus forward and focus on what you want, but you don't do that without acknowledging, especially if you're bumping up against the same obstacles, the same walls. You don't do that without acknowledging the the conversations that are keeping you disempowered that are making you that are causing negative emotion like fear or causing negative emotion like anger or outbursts especially if these things are recurring if you're finding yourself blowing up at things in a way that feels more than maybe it should be and you will know what that is or if someone and I have to be careful about how I say this right if if you're noticing that that there's a lot of of um, feedback coming from people who you know and trust that is indicating that maybe some of the responses and reactions that you're having are beyond or maybe an indication of something deeper. Then you might wanna take a look. It's always good to take a look, whether or not at the end of the day you agree, it's always good to take a look because if we automatically just react and just bounce things off, even for people who will likely be inaccurate. If we don't at least take a look, then then we miss the opportunity to grow. So being empowered is being able to take the uncomfortable, look deeper and be in charge and be at the source of what happens next. That's not always positive. It doesn't always feel good. But to, to utilize... Um, And we do this a lot, by the way, lots of communities do this a lot, where we'll busy ourselves focusing our mind on something else to avoid the discomfort, to avoid the discomfort of whatever it is that we want to not be dealing with, whether it is a particular uh, conversation with a spouse or in a relationship, whether it's a a conversation about race, um, whether it's you know, whatever the conversation is, whether it's a conversation from a boss to an employee, um, you know, about uh, performance review, whether it's a conversation, whether you need to go and apologize to your kid for, um, you know, for acting out of character, you know, even if even if they may have done something that was inappropriate, right? We busy ourselves with other things to avoid the discomfort of those conversations and that's and a lot of times what's easy to do is to focus our mind only on the spiritual practice right? and and not look deeper and and start to clean out the 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 mess the the un, the the trauma the 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 old um conversations that contribute To these responses and reactions. And so we need to start, you know, keeping our internal ears and external ears open for these types of spiritual bypassing um, actions or behaviors in ourselves. Because, you know, we can be responsible for ourselves. It's easy to point the finger and say, oh, you're doing that. You're spiritual life, or they are doing that. And it's important that if, especially in an organization where that's happening and it's preventing progress, for it to be named. Name, you can name something. You can name something without blaming, without accusing, right? There's a way to do it, to name a behavior without being accusatory. There's a way to name a behavior without, um, without, uh, spitting fire if you will so when it's happening and you're hearing that it's happening you can you can name it in an effective way so you know we, the way I do it especially when I work with leaders and organizations and people who tend to be um, uh, let's say maybe a little bit fragile to to feedback and, and and criticism is you know there's a name for what's happening right now and it's called, toxic positivity or it's called spiritual bypassing or it's called tokenism or it's called whatever it's called. So naming it if you're if you're empowering someone else naming it is you know is you can do that in a way that is effective. But or and I should say by and large we also want to watch out for that in ourselves. Now, especially for us people who, you know, we, we thrive on keeping things positive, keeping, keeping ourselves empowered. That's what we teach. That's, that's, you know, especially for me, you know, my whole, um, business and, and, and world is teaching people the language of transformation, the language of empowerment, but that doesn't come without my own human experience. It doesn't come without some, um, some trials. And I even have to be mindful to, to um, acknowledge when there are negative emotions happening, there are limiting beliefs and decisions. And sometimes it's hard to name those. Sometimes you, you can't even name the emotion. I know for myself, sometimes it's just, I'm feeling off today i'm not feeling my best self or i'm feeling like in a space and we have to understand that it's okay to to acknowledge that and as a person who is receiving feedback from someone who's not feeling well it is okay to say there's something about fill in the blank that doesn't make you feel good right validating experience rather than spiritually bypassing another's experience because when we do that we invalidate their experience. I was listening to something earlier today, a podcast, and the, the woman says um, she was talking about our, our our communication with our children. And she was talking about validating our children's experience. And she says, you know, we, we often think that in order to validate our children's experience, we have to understand why they're doing a, a thing, why they are um hi, Gia, why they are doing a thing, why they're reacting the way they are. But the truth is we don't have to understand why the behavior is happening in order to, why the experience is uncomfortable in order to validate the experience itself, right? So this is very applicable with anyone. Rather than going straight to fix it mode or going straight to you know, positive or going straight to coaching mode. How about we validate the experience that's happening? And it could be something like, wow, I really got that's uncomfortable for you. We don't have to solve the problem. We simply have to acknowledge that there is a problem, right? And that brings access, that gives you access to have deeper conversation, further conversation so in in our relationships whether it's our relationships with our partners and spouses or our in our businesses in our organizations between leaders between leaders and employees between leaders and managers you must between cultures and and races and um, you know like different experience backgrounds or lived experiences we have to remember that you don't have to understand a person's experience in order to validate it right and to 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 completely uh, step over the the acknowledging of an experience and just go straight to you know, what's the solution, think positive, or just the positivity is 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 invalidating. Even though you're not verbally invalidating, you're non-verbally inv- invalidating, right? There is a um, <clears throat> presupposition in the work that I do in NLP. We say respect for another's model of the world. That doesn't mean you have to agree with another's model of the world. It doesn't mean you have to buy into it doesn't mean you even have to understand another's model of the world. Whatever generation, so we can talk about this. I talk, you know, talk about it cross-culturally with people with different identities from parent to child, cross-generation, you know, baby boomers, X-Generation, I'm an X-Generation, you know, generation Y Z, elemental you, you name it, right? We can um <clears throat> talk about. Respecting a model, models of the world across generation. Validating experience across generations, demographics, lived experiences, and identities. And, and that's how we begin to get away from this thing called spiritual bypassing. This thing called toxic positivity is to begin to validate one's experience. And it's very, very simple. It's, I see you. I hear you. I get you. Meaning like I get the communication. I see there is something about what I said or something about what you saw that made you feel a certain way. How is that that you're feeling? May not want to assume unless they say it right? Then you can say, there's something about what I said, did, or there's something about what you saw, if they saw something, there's something about what you experienced. There's something about how, that you, the way you're feeling that is uncomfortable. I see you. I hear you. And I, I even like to say your feelings are valid, right? Now, (coughs) This goes to this, This you know, um, it, it should be said that one's experience being, one's uh, feelings being valid. Uh, so people collapse, collapse someone's feelings being valid with um, now the feelings are facts. So I, I like to, um, there's a fine line, right, between that, the feelings being valid and the feelings being facts, Because sometimes you get a feeling, emotional reaction based on something that you experienced through your own filter. And that's why we say respect for one's model of the world, because then you have to investigate what is the filter that that person is seeing through, right? And that gives you compassion for another person when you can acknowledge that there's a filter that they might be seeing through. Now, that doesn't mean you invalidate their filter. It's just like really just noticing and asking sometimes if you are if you have that kind of rapport with a person and if it's an appropriate time sometimes it's just the time to validate the experience sometimes it's just the time to see a person that's it and maybe later when that person's in a different space asking hmm i wonder you know what lens were you seeing that through right for yourself. It's the same way. We invalidate our own experiences. I know I have have to practice over and over, you know, reminding myself that my feelings and my experiences are valid. And so sometimes we invalidate our own experiences. And we have to remember that our experiences are valid. And then also look at What is the filter? What is the lens through which we are experiencing that? And we can ask ourselves, well, could there be another lens? Could there be another way, right? So (laughs) you thought this was going to be a whole discourse on spiritual bypassing. Yeah, this is sort of the, this was the intro to it. We're going to talk about a little bit, but I want to give you a little bit deeper. I want to give you the access to something different. I want to give you the tools and the access to begin avoiding that spiritual bypassing or stopping that behavior, right? Naming it as well. How do you reframe that behavior? I want to give you the tools and the access to begin to move beyond spiritual bypassing, not just talk about it. I mean, if y'all been following me, y'all listen to my podcast, you know that I'm going to come with the tool the next thing, the thing beyond just the thing I'm talking about, because I think it's important that you take one thing away that you can practice now. You can go now and you can name this is that thing called spiritual bypassing or man, it feels the positivity feels a little bit toxic to me, right? Or you can go and you can say, hmm, what lens am I viewing this through? Or you can validate someone and say, I see you, I hear you, I believe you, or I got your communication, right? Validate whether it's it's an adult or a child or whatever relationship it is. So with that said, I'm going to put a pin in it for now. Because I think that I've given you all quite a few uh, possible actions to take. And I do hope that you truly go out in the world and make these make some shifts and changes. And you you all know what I do. You know that I teach the tools of conscious language. I teach the language of transformation. I teach um, people how to, Um, reframe and manage their emotional and and mental states, how to be resilient, how to be flexible in behavior and communication. I also teach people the tools to go deeper, to go deeper and to heal those old things, the reasons why we spiritual bypass and and sometimes be positively toxic or toxic positively (laughs) in the first place right? What we're avoiding. I teach people those tools. So with that said, have a wonderful rest of the day. Have a wonderful rest of your week. Namaste. Thanks for spending time with us on this episode. We hope you enjoyed this one as much as we did. Remember to go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you can be notified every time we release a new episode. Also, this is truly a movement for us, and I'm committed that this message reaches the masses. However, I am clear that it is you, our listeners, who help us to grow. So if you like this podcast, I would love and appreciate if you'd let us know. Leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, and then share it with just three of your friends. We wanna expand our reach and bring transformation to all of our brothers and sisters out there who are still seeking more freedom, purpose, and peace of mind in their lives. And finally, if you want to learn more about how to join our community, it's simple. Go to www.mindremappingnation.com. And if you're interested in learning more about NLP and hypnosis and how you can learn and train with us, consider looking at our upcoming classes. You can read more about that at remapmymind.com or schedule directly if you want more deep work at remapmymind.today. As always, we love and appreciate you and we look forward to seeing you on the next one. Namaste.